Hey everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh yeah. <laughs> so this here is the tea across the galaxy. My name is Kita. So happy Black History Month. I don't know why I spaced out there for a second, but sorry. Um Happy Black History Month to everyone, and this is also Star Wars Podcast Day week, so I am super excited, so hella excited, because this is my second year, so this year is like a real anniversary for me. I'm sorry that this here is a recording. Don't hate. I just didn't have the time to do it do this uh live on another day we actually have a lot of things that we have to take care of so best to do it now um but yeah also too it's my anniversary of being a podcaster so we're on three years and also year two for my booktube channel so where is my Okay, that's what I'm talking about. So you already know, I did not forget. Got my red wine. And we gonna go and cheer it up. Yes. So I hope everybody's doing well. Listen, month of February is here. But of course, we have sad news in the Star Wars world. Come on, man. I can't deal with another passing man. Like, this is crazy. But sad to say that Mr. Carl Weathers has passed away. Ooh, man. This one here hit me. Like, it really did. So he passed away February 1st, 2024. uh, At the age of 76. um, Died peacefully in his home, um, according to reports. Uh, listen, I believe that he was a, he was a famous, successful football star. Um, if I'm not mistaken, played, uh, Oakland, played in the Oakland Raiders or with the Oakland Raiders then retired from the sports, um, 74. And then he started acting, but I think it really didn't start taking off until he was in Rocky where he played Adonis Creed. And um, went on to playing the Predator as a supporting role. And that one, he was starring along with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, And then a whole slew of other, you know, other movies. I remember him in um, Happy Gilmore. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. Um, Then, next thing you know, years later... Not to say that he wasn't doing anything. He was doing things. And he gets in The Mandalorian. And he plays Keith Garga. I hope I said that right. Right? I always keep messing up that name. Why I always mess up that name? It's like one of those weird. But it's, it's, a, it's a good name though. I'm just saying like <laughs> one of those weird things. But uh, anyway, yeah, so he plays Keith Garga, I believe that's the name. 
Let me just stop playing around. <laughs> yeah, grief carga. I said it the other way. Okay, grief carga. Um, he played it in two, three seasons, I believe. Yeah, three seasons. At first, he was wasn't really supposed to be a part of the series. It was just supposed to be like a one-off episode. But you know, fan favorite. He comes back, and um, next thing you know season he is like the mayor of the of this the planet um helping grogu and mando with with the missions helping grogu a lot more more of like you know that that uncle and nephew type of vibe you know i always say but um also too at least he was able to direct a few episodes of the mandalorian um, yeah, it's, it's really sad, really sad to see him pass away. Um, rest in peace to Mr. Carl Weathers. And trust me when I say you will be greatly missed. Um, everybody is mourning your loss for sure. You are an exceptional actor. Um, and it's it just goes beyond words. And you can tell that he had like a really, really good spirit about him, a really good aura. He just he just has that vibe. And um, yeah, and I saw all the people pouring in with their, you know, um how they how he was around them and everything. And nothing but great things. Nothing but great things. So yeah, condolences to his family, friends, loved ones. And the whole Star Wars fandom. Yeah. And Rocky fandom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, other than that, um, what do I have? Oh, yeah. Listen, I think this wine is hitting me. I'm losing. <laughs> losing that battle right now. But anyway, listen, with the Star Wars, you know what I did? I realized that I didn't finish the Star Wars Jedi Adventures, the animated kids show that. Yeah. So I finally finished it. It was great. I think I'm going to end up rewatching it again. I thought it was so cute. It's really cute. Listen, the fact that they went ahead and added Bell, um, Loading Great Storm. Oh man, they added there's somebody else, man. There was other people in there. But it was just so good just to watch Ember. I mean, of course, you know, can't forget the dog. But yeah, it was so good. I loved it. I love the fact that it's set in the High Republic. It looked like it's set way before um the events of the disaster. Yeah. And we also get to see the Starlight Beacon. So I thought that was actually really cool. But yeah, I love the series. My daughter, you know, she has her own particular series. So she doesn't really want to watch it. But honey, the minute that I put it on, she was sitting there watching it. She's like, oh, Jedi. Yeah, okay. So we're going to watch it. (laughs) We're going to watch it. But yeah, so I I love it. I love it. It was really good. Um, What other shows that I've finish yo i finally finished the gen what is it gen v gen z whatever 
uh like that spinoff from the boys yo that joint how many f f bombs can you do i at this point i'd be a very rich woman off of that <laughs> that is so insane Every two seconds, there's an F-bomb. Of course, I did not watch this in front of my daughter because, A, you know how gory it gets. So, But I I ended up binging it on my phone. So, yeah, while we were playing and everything, I was watching it. Um, it was good, though. It was good. I loved it. I loved the whole superhero thing. Them just, <laughs> they just messing up. but. I love it. It was still good. Also, I finished... Oh, I just finished um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith with uh, Donald Glover. That one was so good. Oh, my God. That was so good. I binged that. I really binged that. I finished that in one day. It was so good. Oh, my God. They, They really... He did such a good job, and especially directing that last episode. That episode was actually my favorite one. But to see the progression from the very beginning to the end, I'm like, you don't even need another one. That's it. Just let it go. Yep, that was it. So I love how he does his one-offs in these shows. Um, Yeah, it was really good. Trying to remember anything else. No, that's it. Oh, I finally finished Dubai Bling. Yeah, I had to finish that. It was taking me a minute because um, she was always on the Netflix uh, watching her Gabby Dollhouse. So it was kind of hard for me to watch it. But uh, yeah, I finally finally finished that. You know, I'm always watching my housewives. So, you know, we're on the um, Potomac. Oh, and Married, Married to Medicine. I'm watching right now. Trying to see. Oh, we're actually watching um, Master Chef Junior. I've never, we've never watched this. We've just been on this whole whole thing of like watching a lot of cooking shows and cooking competitions and whatnot, even bacon. Um, and I was like, you know, gotta show some love to the kids. You know what I mean? Because I actually enjoyed the great bacon whatever show why i can't even remember these shows the british that british show with the bacon competition yeah we watched that and then we watched the juniors we love the junior we love the kids you know what i mean the kids are great so then we saw the master chef junior i was like oh no we gotta watch it damn it's like eight seasons okay let's watch it honey we fell in love with in the first season, Jack Jack. Jack Jack gets eliminated. You know, it'd be like the ones that really should be going further don't get further in. And then it'd be like that one technicality and then they take them out. While the other ones that really did make it up to that that um f- final spot, they get all the technicalities in the world. But they made it to the finals. Really? Anyway, they took Jack Jack out. I was so pissed. (laughs) Okay. And let's not talk about the black and brown people. 
But again, we're starting off at season one. We're actually on season three, and they're still doing that, knocking out all the black and brown. <laughs> so I'm still waiting, um, <laughs> holding out hope. Um, but anyway, that was it for that one. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. But yeah, we just been watching a lot of like cooking shows and and everything. It's so fun. So now she's our daughter is like really into cooking. Um, you know, she likes to cook. Three. Yes, mommy is right there. I'm paying attention to everything. We do a lot of prep. I give her that. Not so much as the stove, but the prepping. So if you ever know, prepping is just, you know, season if we need to marinate, cut up some stuff. Um, yeah, so she has her own knife. It's um a kid-friendly knife. It's not, you know, sharp for her, but it's sharp enough to cut, you know, into the uh the fruits, the vegetables, meats and stuff like that. So I let her do that. She has her own little spoon, her wooden spoon, her whisk measuring cups and all of that. So yeah, I let her do do these things. Um, and also the bacon. You know, we go and get into more of the bacon, but not so much because I don't want to do too much sweets. And she is starting to take into the sweets a little bit, but we have to be on that healthy, you know, healthiness. Again, because I'm type two diabetic, you know, I, I really don't want her to become diabetic, but you know, there's a chance that she could. Um, other than that, everything good. Everything good. So yeah, I just been like reading like crazy too. Um, so I will be reading some Star Wars books probably either March or April. By then, it will probably be like two uh Two novels from the High Republic, you know, the current ones, and all of the comics from the High Republic. And then I was trying to decide which series I wanted to start off, but I really, <sighs> something is like itching me to get into the Darth Bane series. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to have to do the Darth Bane. Yeah. I'm going to have to do the Darth Bane. So, yep. I'll be reading Darth Bane. Yep. Very, very, very soon. So, I'll be doing a whole video for that. Um, Yeah. So, let's see. What else? Um, do, 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 do. I don't even know, like, what in the world is going on in the Star Wars? Any Star Wars news? Let's see. I don't even know, to be honest. This is me, like, just going off the off the, the whim here. Oh, yeah, The Bad Batch. So if you haven't checked that out, check out my, my trailer reaction. I thought it was actually pretty good. Um, February 21st, I believe they said that they're putting out three episodes on the premiere. So I will do that, give my thoughts and everything. Can't wait. Oh, they are, they're doing a Soka comic adaptation. Oh, wow. Excuse me. Excuse you. Okay, okay. Um, 
Christmas celebration coming up. Okay. Let me see. Star Wars news. Child, at this point, y'all just making up shit. I don't just like to talk about nothing. I want to talk about something. Um, let's see what Star Wars Newsnet got. Did we talk about um Daisy Ridley? Just trying to figure out something here. Come on. So we know there's a season two for Ahsoka. Like, duh. How else are you going to tell this story? Like, it was going to have to be good anyway, to be honest. Um, Let me see. Is that something about everything coming to Star Wars? In 2024. So, oh, the Mace Windu comic. I believe that's out, though. Is that out? Live action. Okay, let's just do the live action. The Acolyte. Listen, hurry up at this point. I don't even care. Just hurry up. Hurry up. I'm here. We're here. No release date. Why am I not shocked by this? Jesus, skeleton crew, hurry it up. Get it going so we can all watch this daggone show. Like, I need it now. Y'all killing me right now. Whoa. That's why. Really? So it's saying, I'm on a Star Wars news, newsnet.com. Okay. Dang, no way. So the skeleton crew, it says it's been scrapped from 2024 release and now it's been moved to December 2025, which is one of the reasons why the Acolyte don't have a release date because apparently you need skeleton crew to come out first in order for the Acolyte to come out. Why? I don't know. Because I thought the Acolyte is around the High Republic phase. So why would you need a skeleton crew? Skeleton crew? I thought the skeleton crew was supposed to be like connected to Ahsoka or something like that. But I guess I could be wrong. Huh. But if you need the Acolyte series to come out afterwards, then that means that the Skeleton Crew is a Pathfinder crew. Like in the High Republic. Am I not? Am I not correct on this? I don't know. That that's what I'm getting. Um, because the more that I keep seeing these kids and Jute Law, um, it's starting to seem and I, that that was my first initial thought was, 
Yo, this is a Pathfinder crew. Because if you've read the High Republic series, you know that they have Pathfinder crews, you know, that go seeking out, you know, um, wherever they're needed. Usually there's one, maybe two Jedis, and sometimes they pass through a few Jedis to take them where they need to go, like get on the ship and take them where they need to go. So that's where I'm getting at. And, you know, they always find themselves like in places that they never been. So they're exploring and all that other stuff. So it's a lot of discovery and whatnot. So that, that was what I thought from the pictures that I was seeing. That's what I thought. It makes sense. That. They don't have this release date for the Acolyte if they're waiting for Skeleton Crew to come out because the Acolyte is during the High Republic, but it's like at the end of the High Republic. So only one can imagine that the Skeleton Crew is before and then the Acolyte is after, but they are set in that High Republic era. And I guess that will be, the Acolytes will be like the start of what, like the Sith era, the, you know, before the Knights of the Old Republic. That's what I'm getting. I haven't been able to watch a lot of like theories and stuff from other um, YouTubers that I normally watch. I, I really have been like swamped with a lot of work and everything um and you know being a mom but this is what i'm getting like i feel like this is exactly what i'm getting um now so the young jedi adventures has already released 19 of the 25 episodes the final six will be available on disney plus at a still uncertain time in 2024 oh so there's more more even okay that makes sense so that's wonderful yeah that i was expecting so i can't wait so good thing i finished finished the episodes that was on there now so there's again to be more all right so again the bad Batch season three that one coming out i don't need to talk about that because we already knew tales of the jedi season two Honey. Okay, so according again, according to the Star Wars Newsnet. Okay, so Dave Filoni animated passion project premiered the first season in 2022. In it, he told isolated stories about two characters in a prequel films, Mace Windu and Ahsoka. I knew it was Soka, but I thought the other one was more Count Dooku. Or did I mistake that? Was it not about Count Dooku? I didn't know that was about Mace Windu. Damn, y'all gonna have me <laughs> rewatch that. The two characters in the prequel films, Mace Windu and Ahsoka. Maybe there's a... um. Maybe they messed that one up. 
It was it wasn't Mace Windu. It was Count Dooku. No, it was Count Dooku's story. Yeah, it was Count Dooku. Mace Windu was in what one or two? But it it, it was about Count Dooku. Okay. Anyway, um, so the show will be returning for a second season, and it was later confirmed that it will premiere on Disney Plus in twenty twenty four. Oh, good. So we'll have in, what, maybe this is coming in the summertime or maybe around the celebration. Who knows? Um, however, that's, that's about all we know for now. No characters have been confirmed to be focused, to be the focus of season two, meaning we could see a repeat of season one or two or more completely different characters. That leaves the door open for speculation. Stay tuned to see our own picks soon. You know what? Let me talk about that. Um, okay, again, I can... It was about Count Dooku and Ahsoka. <laughs> like, let's just, let's just get that out the way. Second, who I would see, who I would want to see, I would want to see Mace Windu. Give me that... Give me that dialogue. Give me that story. Um, trying to see who else. We don't need an Obi-Wan. Like, if you don't read the comics and stuff, child, please. We don't need to see another Obi-Wan. He already has show. He has all of that. It needs to be characters that doesn't have, like, a full-fledged rollout of their story. You know, you know, this will be really good. Just stay with me for this one. It can be Mace Windu, but what about Keller and Beck? Because wouldn't that explain everything? Because we didn't know where he took Grogu after. We just know he was able to get Grogu out. But where? So maybe that can be another one. And oh my God, they show like a whole animated Grogu. I think everybody's just going to be frolicking at the mouth. Like it's, it's just, it would be terrible <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> but yeah, would, wouldn't that be good? I don't know. I'm just saying. I think that would be awesome. Now, let me see who else. I also would want to see Oh, okay. Few things. Rebels, hear me out. Kanan. Because, yeah, I'm just thinking because of all that um, anger. I mean, he still has some anger. Honey, he has some problems, okay? Um, he wasn't the greatest. He knew that. He had so many flaws. But let's, even though they showed, okay, no, I know. I know. They already showed some of that of when he was a kid, but I want to see it with him and his master. 
before the master was taken away, like killed. Um, I want to see that. That's what I want to see. <sighs> Who else, ma'am? I think they're going to have to dive into the High Republic. I'm not like I know a lot of people don't, or probably probably don't want to, but you can do that. Maybe not for like this season, but probably next season. Once y'all get this phase out, yeah, I can see. And there are so many characters that you could choose from to kind of piece together a lot of it. But I also think that the main um, character, like, what's her name? Yo, and she's like, she's favorite for me. Oh, my gosh. Yo, why am I blinking on this girl's name? She's with Avon Staros. It's in the middle school the middle grade school god i can't think of a name it's going to come to me um but anyway i could see her having her own story because it's somewhat in that realm of ahsoka story but not really because she like literally the jedi order is like dismantled at this point but to actually see her go through the emotions of being a Jedi Knight to losing um, her Padawan, you know, all of that. It, it That one will help. But yeah, so if they're going to do it, then I can see them doing Mace Windu. No, sir. Mace Windu wasn't the sole focus. <laughs> it was Count Dooku. I, I'm sorry, but I have to say that. I think that was like a an error on that one. Um, Star Wars Outlaws. Oh, yeah, the um, video game. Wonderful. I'll just watch someone playing it and call it a day. I don't really care. But for people that actually are gamers, you know, did y'all like the, um, did y'all like the video game? I mean, the video game trailer, I should say. Uh, but it says the main protagonist, sorry, I had a text. The main protagonist is Kay Vess, a gun for hire who, as the story unfolds, will work for several uh, crime syndicates and get herself into a lot of trouble. Players will have the opportunity to take on missions for those organizations, including Jabba the Hutt himself and even portray them. They will make their own path through the team behind it has also confirmed it will not take hundreds of hours to finish. And the ending to the story will be the same for everyone. How they will accomplish that is still unknown. No release date has been announced. That is hilarious. It's not going to take hours. (laughs) That is funny. I believe I did see it. It looks it looks familiar. But I'm not a gamer, so I don't I'm not a gamer anymore. Let's be clear. I I don't play video games anymore. I did before before my daughter, but I don't do video games anymore. Um I was always PlayStation sony for years uh tomb raider was my shit 
Then next thing you know, I got into street racing heavy. Like every street racing game you could think of, I had it. Like all the way down to burnout and midnight club. I used to play the hell out of these games. And of course, you know, Need for Speed, play all of them. I literally did. Then I don't know what happened to my um to my console at the time, but didn't have the console anymore. I think I went all the way up as to getting the PS3. And then next thing you know, I said, you know what? Let me try out Xbox. So I did the 360. It was like the same year that the new Xbox had came out. But I said, I'm not going to do that. Let me just get this one. And yeah, I was playing. Oh, and I'm a massive um, Assassin's Creed. Like, massive. Massive. I know the movie is bad. But honey, let me tell you, I went ahead and bought the, bought the movie. Because I was like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm biased. Like, I don't care. I I went ahead and got it. So, yeah, I played played all of them. Obviously, like the Assassin's Creed, my favorite one is the PlayStation one. Clearly, this is a black French woman. Okay, enough said. Like, I'm black, too. So I was represented. I may not be French, but I was still represented. So, yep, love it. Now. There's Star Wars Hunters that is a mobile and Nintendo Switch game. And that one was announced back in 2021 to be coming out later that year. And it's a combat arena style game set after the fall of the Empire where players can fight as bounty hunters, rebel heroes, or stormtroopers. It had a soft launch in select territories, but it's world worldwide release has been pushed back multiple times will 2024 be the year is finally out only time will tell honey then you'll still be waiting on bated breath goodbye all right the high republic phase three so i haven't gotten but i will be on the escape from velo because that one had just came out january 30th with daniel jose older and Alyssa wong um, anybody that we should all know who Alyssa Wong is, like, moving on, we should know who that is. And March 5th will be the adult novel, right? Middle grade novel, Escape from Velo, adult novel, Defy the Storm, March 5th, uh, with Justina Ireland and Tessa Gratton. So, Vanestra Rowe, that's who I, that's. In my head, I was about to call this girl Veronica, bro. Don't. And y'all will sit up there and be like, oh, you mean like Veronica Mars? Yeah, that's my girl. I love that show. Um, Yeah, um, Vanessa Rowe is what I would want to see in Tales of the Jedi. She's a very complex character, and she reminds me a little bit of Obi-Wan in that sense. Um, but you would have to read her story to understand what I'm talking about. Um, so where Vanessa Rowe teams up with the scientist Avon Star Rose to find a way through the now storm wall to save those on the other side. Yes, honey. Yes. 
And then Tessa Grattan's adult novel, Temptation of the Force, is due out June 11th. But there are no details, um, details yet. Zoraida Cordova's Beware the Nameless will be the middle grade novel that will follow the events of Escape from Valo when it comes out on July 23rd. Finally, George Mann's Tears of the Nameless will be a young adult novel released on September 3rd in which Jedi Knight, Wreath, and Padawan Amadeo Azazo go out on a mission to test their theories about the nameless. Honey, yo. George Mann? Baby. That's the man right there. I, you know, I'm not even going to hold you. That That's the man right there. I'm, I, his story has been very consistent in the writing. Not to say that all the others are, but sometimes you get the different levels of tones in between the story and it kind of just takes you out of the book. When the eye, that's funny too. I'm going to get to that part. There's something in my head that I, I got to get out. But um, but when he did Eye of Darkness, honey, I was here for it. I, I was here for it. Because what he did with the script book, um, Battle of Jetta, yo, that right there, you couldn't tell me nothing. That joint right there. That's that joint. Got it? Like, my man said, it's a doomsday clock going down. We going down to the zero hours, and this is what you're going to get. Bet. Then we get the eye of darkness, and honey, he did not come to play. George Mann says, I got time. I choose violence. He wasn't here for the ships. Do you understand? He wasn't here for the ships. So I'm here for this one. Tears of the Nameless. That, yo. And it's a young adult. Because I believe Eye of Darkness is adult. Now, wait. Because usually they end with an adult novel. So September 3rd is the young adult. Right? Right. So if you have Eye of Darkness, so two things that I'm noticing. One, they don't have an adult novel to end this phase this year because then that means that it's probably coming out 2025, I believe. Um, because the Eye of Darkness started off the phase three. And that's an adult novel. Then you get the, the middle grade, which is Escape from Velo. Then you get the young adult, Defy the Storm. Um, now you go back. So now it's middle grade again, Beware the Nameless. Young adult, Tears of the Nameless. So now we need an adult novel. So we don't know what the adult novel is and who... Oh, is it Lydia King? I believe it's Lydia King. Or it could be one of the original architects. Yo, what they did last year, let me tell you something. What they did last year, <laughs> and they ended it with Kevin Scott's 
um, Path of Vengeance. Bam. I was here for it. Ate it up. I was like, yo. I loved it. Kevin Scott can do no wrong, boy. Like, <laughs> my man can write. So George Mann is about, like, next to that at this point. But, yeah. So I'm here for it. I'm here for it. The Vanessa Rowe. Yo, Justina Ireland, when she writes Vanessa Rowe and Avon Starros, it's like, yo, it's the best thing in the world. I love their I love their story. I really do. So yeah, that was the High Republic. I cannot wait. All right. So John Jackson Miller, he has his The Living Force book that will be coming out on April 9th. I'm pretty sure that a lot of um star wars book um reviewers already got their copy unfortunately they don't like me honey i don't get any of their books <laughs> any star wars books i get none i get none you know like i got my channel yeah i need to be learning some diversity here come on now Find me. But anyway, that's that wine talking. You see? Loose lips. I don't care. Um, so the book comes out on April 9th. Uh story set in a year prior to the Fence of Manus. Manus. Phantom Menace. Don't come for me. And is described as a road trip with each member of the Jedi Council, while one member of the Order fears they are about to decline into nothing. Check out all the details here. No, I don't feel like it, but okay. Um, then will I be reading that? Oh yeah, um, because it's April, April 9th. Yeah, um, more than likely, I'm just trying to get the um audio, but apparently they they don't have the audio. For escape from Velo. And then I had to do some Google smoo some Google Schmoogle. Found out that it's coming out end of March. Isn't that crazy? But anyway, you know, just gotta wait. I don't know how, how that is. Um, oh, I totally missed out. On so on uh the high republic, let me go back. Just a quick thought. Does anybody know, like, what's their script book going to be? Like, the audio story going to be? Because did they ever announce it? Because there's there's always, like, an audio in between. But there isn't any. So I guess they aren't doing it. So that's one of the things that I noticed. Um, and, and they went ahead and ended, not really ended, but they go back to George Mann because George Mann started it and it looked like he's ending it, but you still need that adult novel. So I believe that's Lydia King's novel. I believe it is. I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, that's all I wanted to say. So another tie-in novel to the 25th series, I mean, 25th anniversary of The Phantom Menace, Stephen Barnes' new book will follow Mace Windu as he embarks on a mission to fulfill Qui-Gon's final request, which the Jedi Master commissioned for Windu's eyes only, and to be done only if he were to perish. The book is currently scheduled for August 6th, so that's great. I love the artwork. 
of it. It looks beautiful. Yes, I'm here for it. I, I will definitely get it. Um, speaking of 25th anniversary, is 25th anniversary of the Star Wars podcast day that we are celebrating 2024. All Star Wars podcasters, 20, is it 25 years? It's one of those. Yo, this wine is kicking. Like, it's, bro, it's kicking. Hold on. Let me just make sure. <laughs> I can't believe that I did that. Don't come for me. I just know that we're celebrating it. Hold on. Yeah, no, I was right. 25 years. All right. Yep. 25 years of Star Wars podcast. So, yeah. So, 25, 25th anniversary of the Phantom Menace later in August. But today, we're celebrating 25 years of Star Wars podcasting. Yay. So, good job to all, you know, the podcasters out there. And um, if you haven't um, checked any of them out, please do. I have a ton of lists <laughs> of podcasters that I listen to. Um, but also, I don't just do this podcast. I am also with Sisters with Sabres. And they have graciously welcomed me with open arms. And I have been on there ever since. Um, I believe this is on year two with them and it has been nothing but amazing is one of the greatest things is actually meeting other star wars fans in that star wars fandom and um yeah the minute that you just start talking you just people get you you know what i mean um but also too it's just the whole point that there's just so many of us of podcasters but there's not that many of us black Star Wars podcasters out there. So please go out, support, follow, like, you know, share, and also give a review on your favorite podcasters. They're all on many platforms. Just follow them, go into YouTube, go into Spotify, go into Apple, anywhere where you can find them. Um, and, you know, Tell you the truth, you just need to find one that fits you. Okay. If I don't fit for your for your liking, that's okay. There is so many more that you can choose from. You know, I'm here doing my own thing. You know, I may not be for 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 y'all, but there is always someone out there that, you know, um that likes what I am putting out or likes what other people are putting out. So, you know, please go out, support, check them out. We're all on here. I promise you. And yeah, so let's continue on. So also to the Essentials Legends collection. Um, So it looks like this here is more of like a re-release because they're re-releasing like the covers and whatnot. So Waves 9 and 10 of Star Wars, the Essential Legends collection, have been announced to be coming in 2024. The first will be released on February 6th and will include X-Wing Wraith Squadron by Aaron Austin, 
Republic Commando, Order 66 by Karen Travis, and Knight Errant by John Jackson Miller, Wave 10 is set to come out on June 4th. And will include the titles X-Wing, Iron Fist by Aaron Alston, Imperial Commando, 501st by Karen Travis, and The Adventures of Lando Calrissian by L. Neil Smith. So those are the books that are coming out to be released. And I believe those, like literally the Essential Legends collection is probably what I keep hearing. I've never read any of these. But I do want to do that one day. Um, not this year. But I may end up doing where it's like majority throughout the year that I'm going to be reading nothing but Star Wars books. I, I have a feeling that I am because that's what my booktube channel is about, you know. Um, but yeah, so I definitely want to get into these books. Definitely. And have them on my shelf. Um, so, yeah, make sure you go out, support, and get those copies. I know y'all will. Uh, now, for the High Republic Phase 3 comics. All right, now. Final issue. Shadows of Starlight coming out January 3rd, so that one is already out. Um, we're now two issues into the main comic line. The High Republic Phase 3, which will continue with new prints every month. The same goes for High Republic Adventures, which releases first Phase 3 issue in December. Uh, finally, Saber for Hire is a new four-issue miniseries coming out on April 10th. That brings back Ty Yurik. Yes, honey. Yes, child. Yes. What? Child, I've been waiting for Ty Yurik, like waiting. I need that like yesteryear because the Monsters of Temple Peak was the shits for me. It was everything. So I'm excited for Saber Fire. I cannot wait. Like I love Ty Yurik. I am waiting for the day that she meets, I mean, not meets, that she sees Elzar Man again. If you know, you know. <laughs> My man needs Tyuric in his life. <laughs> he knew he needed her. <laughs> I love them two together because at first I thought it was going to be them two because they fit. It's like the misfit that fits. But then he ended up with Orla Jereni. But the person that's more his speed is Tyuric, to be honest. Like, she don't, she don't care. She don't care. Elzar would have just went on. But I get the understanding of why he went to Orla. I get the understanding. Because his mental, his mental was losing it. He was losing it. But anyway, moving on. Star Wars comics coming in 2024. We coming in hot. We coming in go. Main Star Wars and Darth Vader lines are so far confirmed to continue until issues 45, both out in April. Good job. Um, two long-running comic issues are confirmed to wrap in early 2024. 
Bounty Hunters ends this run with number 42 on January 17th, which has already passed. And Dr. Afra ends with number 40 on January 31st, 31st, sorry, which has already passed. In addition, the Marvel adaptations of The Mandalorian Season 2 and Obi-Wan Kenobi are set to conclude in January and March, respectively. Plans to adapt the Book of Boba Fett and The Mandalorian Season 3 could be announced at some point in 2024, though. So that'll be good. I need to check out the Obi-Wan Kenobi because I only read the five-issue one, and I thought that was actually really good. Um, Yeah, so we'll see. I have to check that one out. Um, More Star Wars comics. So we start on January 24th with the comic adaptation of Thrawn Alliances. I did see the cover of that. The 2018 book by Timothy Zahn that was a follow-up to his grand return via 2017's Thrawn, a four-issue Mace Windu miniseries is set to kick off on February 7th from writer Mark Bernardin. Yay! Yes, from Fat Man Beyond. Yes, honey, I do. I Honey, I know. I watch. Yes, I do. I watch Kevin Smith and Mark. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I haven't watched them in over a year, though. But they come up on my feed all the time. I just haven't been able to get into into a lot of videos. Um, it's just yeah. When you're like trying to put out content and everything, you get swamped, you know. Um, but yeah, I I gotta try. <laughs> I got to try. Um, Star Wars Visions, Takashi Okazaki, number one, is now set to come out on February 21st. Ethan Sachs' Django Fett will begin in March, a few weeks after his Bounty Hunter series come to a close. Finally, even though Hyperspace Stories wrapped up in 2023 with issue number 12, new issues on specific characters have been confirmed. Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Mace Windu, Qui-Gon Jinn, Rey, General Grievous, Kylo Ren, and Darth Vader. Again, this is all in the Star Wars news net. Um, and this here was, <clears throat> excuse me, written by Miguel Fernandez. Yeah. Good job, Miguel. This is good. This was good. All right. What am I most excited about? Y'all already know what I'm most excited about. Like, come on now. <laughs> the High Republic, like, facts. Come on now. You already know. You already know. Yeah, I'm most excited about the High Republic, of course, because I'm in the middle of it. Then I, the second thing that I'm most excited about is, um, the the comic books um i do get into some of the comic books not all of them but some of them um but that's good to know that they're wrapping up uh, some of these issues they've been running for far too long just put a bow on it and call it a day um then we just need a little something um but i i believe that they are trying and it's because of this whole writer strike and everything that kind of put a damper on a lot of things and i'm very happy that they have come 
to uh, halfway of a solution. I don't think that they're completely good, but half of it is completely done to the point that they are able to put these shows back on. So in my eyes, I'm like, didn't y'all finish these? Finish wrapping up the Acolyte and the Skeleton Crew? Like, just put these suckers out and let's call it a day. Like, why is it taking so long? Like, y'all already cranking out Bad Batch and Tales of the Jedi. Like, these should be in the can. Like, ready to go. What are we waiting on? Like, if I see Andor Season 2 come out before uh, Skeleton Crew, I'm going to... Y'all gonna get hit. Y'all gonna get hit. Ain't nobody playing with y'all. Tales of the Jedi, I'm intrigued. That that first season, they came out swinging. They came out swinging because nothing, they didn't leave no stone unturned, honey. Like, when, when they came with it, they came with it. They're going to tell that Count Dooku story. They're going to tell that Count Dooku. And Ahsoka, perfect. Perfect. Because now we literally, like, it's so strategic. Think about it. You put out that whole particular um, bit of her training with Anakin and how that led to her in that similar situation with the clone troopers in the final season of the clone the clone wars that also led to the ahsoka series and to see her have to go from ahsoka the gray to ahsoka the white you get what i'm saying so it's it's like that was very strategic in their play love it all right, now let's move on to some other complex characters. You get what I'm saying? Let's add some more. Flush out their stories. Let's see where we go. Um, one of the things that I, I didn't see is uh, Star Wars Visions. So I don't know. I Maybe it's going to take a whole nother year. Um, maybe they're... I'm sure they they probably have a blueprint as to what they want to put uh put out. So, yeah, like I would love to see, I don't know. Like I want to see more diversity, but I'm not too sure as to what I want to see because I felt like season 2 really brought it home for me. And I really thought like I wanted something else, but I'm like, dang, man, y'all already did it though. Y'all did it. Like it's it's there, but um, hopefully they do come out with something and is is um, you know, just as good as season one and season two. That's it, you know. The uh, the books that are coming out, wonderful, very happy. You know, the, not the um, Star Wars, excuse me, 
Excuse me. Not the Star Wars. Uh, the High Republic ones. Um, the the other books that they're re-releasing into a new um, cover. I thought that was cool. Um, let me just see something. Because I'm not like fully done here. I just want to make sure that I touch up on every single thing that I can think of. But I noticed that a lot of people have been talking about um, Daisy Ridley, you know, talking about going, you know, doing the um, Star Wars movies again. So Daisy Ridley is back in the Star Wars business. Uh, do, do, do. A new movie about Rey set 15 years after the rise of Skywalker at the Star Wars celebration event in London over the summer. Uh, okay. Oh, wait. Wait. There's some new one. All right, hold on. Okay. Oh, so three new upcoming standalone movies. Hmm. Okay. I'm just trying to see. Oh, James Mangold. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Okay. Good job. Yep. Okay. So he said to do that. And then, oh, yeah, the biggest thing is that um, uh, James Favreau, I mean, James, Jesus, John Favreau will take on the Mando movie. That's very interesting. I'm trying to understand that. But how do I feel about that? I mean, he gonna do it. He gonna do it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's gonna happen. Um, because out of everybody else, I don't see that happening to everybody else. Like all the other movies. Um, maybe the James McAvoy one. Um, cause he was so light into it. He was into that one. That whole presentation, honey. He was all over. He was like, "Yes, it's going. We going back to the dawn of the Jedi." Yes, honey. I love it. The enthusiasm was there. So he looks he looked very excited during that time. Um, I believe it was during the um celebration. Uh so that will be good because he's definitely doing this movie. Definitely doing this movie. <laughs> because here's how I see it. This is very contained. He's not going to have people in his ear. It's all light. All for him. He works better when he doesn't, when he's able to do what he wants to do, how he wants to do it, and that there is nobody around. You know another person that's like that? Um, child, I forgot the, forgot the director name, but the one who did um, Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, Contained. Was it not? It was contained. The Joker movie was so contained. It it had nothing to do with any part of that DCU 
universe. Like it really didn't. And it worked. It worked so good that of course Joaquin Phoenix was going to win this Oscar. Like you understand? I was like, damn, I'm so upset. Like they made this man wait this long just to play the play the Joker. Cause I never thought they was gonna ever get Heath Ledger. I always thought it would be Joaquin Phoenix. But happy that it went that way because Joaquin Phoenix is in his prime and it ended up being a lot more better in my head than I thought it would. So it ended up working itself out. So, but again, very contained and what he wanted to do to showcase the story. So it will be the same with James Mangold in this situation. Dawn of the Jedi contained because nobody hasn't touched it yet. And he will have his, you know, signature all over it. And pretty much when he puts it out, the bar is going to be set high. Because was was not the bar set high when he did Logan? Okay. And I've seen his other movies. His other movies is actually really good. But something about that, about the Logan movie contained had nothing to do, you know, with anything outside. But it worked. It worked. So he's definitely doing this movie. Like, for real, for real. Now, as far as, like, um, John Favreau doing The Mandalorian, yeah, that's a very interesting thing. Because what are we... Why? <laughs> so... This is how I thought when I heard the news. Oh, okay. So y'all don't have a story for them to. But y'all trying to push a character in the movie. But using the name because people was just going to go out and see it. So who is the character that y'all trying to push in the movie? And then, you know. I'm sure a lot of people is going to sit there and say Bo-Katan. But Bo-Katan already has her story, though. So, it could be somebody else. I just don't think... To me, I felt like it ended with season three. Just the way it needed to end it. He already got the happy ending that he wanted. And that was that. Um, but, we are dealing with Mandalorian. So one can only imagine that maybe the character that he that they're trying to push is a Mandalorian. It could be Grogu, but dang, like y'all already did the did it at seasons. Y'all might as well just continue on because at least y'all be able to flush it out. But again, you know, I just think that them two is more of a MacGuffin in the movie. And then it's just to help push a narrative of somebody else. But okay. So now they're just trying to feed y'all that, oh no, it is uh, Din Djarin's and Grogu's story. No, it ain't. It's literally about something else. Um, but it's saying in here, this I'm looking at Nerdist. So according to Nerdist, it said, Dave Filoni will orchestrate the escalating war between the Imperial Remnant and the new fledged 
in the fledgling new republic. All right, see? Again. So pretty much Mando and Grogu are the MacGuffins. There's clearly a bigger picture here. Because also think about it. Y'all also have the throne story. And we already know that Mando and Grogu is going to most likely be a part of that. That uh, throne story. And y'all are doing the Heir to the Empire trilogy as a movie. So y'all need to... Uh, so y'all trying to extract the Disney Plus characters out to show that the movie portion of it to connect the dots, okay, which will make people watch the movie and also watch the TV show. All right. I mean, I can see that. I can see that. Again, they're the MacGuffins. They're, they're there to drive the plot. I'm, I'm more 100% likely, I I'm, know that I am. <laughs> that wine is kicking in. I know that I am right about that. Like, they're the MacGuffins of that story. It has nothing to do with them. I think there's, like, some other character or characters that are in there that's going to drive this. Maybe something from the New Republic. You know, I don't know. But it, it, it just seems that way. Um, now, as far as, like, you know, the Daisy Ridley uh, move, you know, with her... Uh, playing Ray again, where it's set 15 years after the uh, ultimate defeat of the Sith. Honey, the Sith is always there. Did you realize, like, the Sith are like Voldemort, where they have all these holocrusts? Please tell me that y'all have noticed that. I'll wait. If y'all have not read, what is that, that book um, with Adam Christopher book? Uh, was it? No, it's not Revenge of the Sith. It's Shadow of the Sith. It was like Holocrux. Like there's Holocruxes everywhere of <laughs> the essence, the soul of the Sith. Listen, this is it. Like. Set 15 years after the ultimate defeat of the Sith, she will be trying to build a new Jedi Order. That will be boring. So, what's the plot? Hopefully, that goes a lot better than her mentor Luke Skywalker's attempts. According to the new list of Star Wars eras, it seems like this movie will take place in the new Jedi Order era. That will be boring. Like, what's going to really happen? I don't care. I don't care. Uh, so Kathleen Kennedy, she shared more about the movie with Variety. So she said, well, we're 15 years out from Rise of Skywalker. So we're post-war, post-first order, and the Jedi are in disarray. There's a lot of discussion around. The Jedi is always in disarray. Who are the Jedi? What are they doing? What's the state of the galaxy? She's attempting to rebuild the Jedi Order based on the books, based on what she promised Luke. So that's where we're going. The First Order has fallen. The Jedi are in chaos. There's even a question of how many exist anymore. 
Uh, Ray has, oh, uh, May is this anymore? And Ray's building a new new Jedi Order based on the text that she was given and that Luke imparted on her. Ray has made a promise to Luke, and that's the really that's really the core of where we're going and what this story will be. And I think it offers just tremendous opportunity to introduce new characters and start with something fresh because we culminated with what George Lucas was creating. And now we take all of that and move it into the next chapter. Okay. So she's excited about doing this. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's 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 worth telling and exploring. What's the plot? Okay. I need some more. What's the plot? Ooh. That's all she's going to be doing throughout this whole movie. Y'all know y'all movies run for like two and a half hours. Do I really want to sit there and watch that? I'm going to watch it. But do I care? All right. All right, all right, all right. Um, <laughs> that's what we're going to be doing is trying to create this whole Jedi order. Y'all could do that in one episode, to be honest. Um, all right, A. If she's happy about it, then that's wonderful. You know, I thought she was going to really take a break um, from the Star Wars thing. But no, it's okay. You know, if she's happy about it, then by all means, do what you feel is best. Um, what's the plot? If that's all y'all got. All right. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know what? It depends on who's 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 directing this. I don't even know. I don't even want to look it up. It sounds so boring, though. I ain't gonna, right. I ain't gonna hold you. It sounds boring to me. But okay. Listen, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it. Let's see what they come up with. As the time goes on, we'll see what they come up with. Mm, 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 mm. To be honest, I, I think I'm only here for the Mando movie. And that is, yeah. Mm, mm. So, no, I'm not really looking forward to it. Mando and Grogu, I need some more info. We'll see where they go. But I stand true to that. Like, they're the MacGuffins. Something is really 
happening in there. Their story has already been told. So they're just like playing in the background, to be honest. So let's just see what happens. Um, yeah. Ooh. I just thought of another one for um, Tales, of, Tales of the Jedi. Two, actually. Asajj Ventress and the Grand Inquisitor. Just give me one little tiny episode. Yeah, I can see that. Um, other than that, I think that was it. Child untouched up on everything. 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 So this was actually wonderful. Again, celebrating 25 years of Star Wars podcasting. Today is Star Wars Podcast Day 2024. Wrapping it up February 14th, I believe. Valentine's Day. I know it's always um day before or day on Valentine's Day. So yeah, man. If you ain't out there supporting, go out there and support. I'm sure you'll find something that you like. Um, but I do appreciate anybody and everybody for coming on here and supporting me through this wonderful, wonderful journey of Star Wars, um, as well as my reading journey. It has been an awesome ride, and we're I'm just gonna continue to keep soaring through the skies and go into a galaxy far, far away. You know I had to put it in there. Um yeah, this this has been really, really great. Um also too, I love podcasting. Um it's literally like one of the best pastimes that I get. And to be able to connect with any and every one of you. <clears throat> through Twitter or wherever. Um, yeah, it's, it's, this has been an awesome ride, and I'm going to continue. I am. So after this, the uh, next one will be the Bad Batch review. Hopefully I can watch it and review. So I have to see how that's going to go, um, because that's what I was doing before. So be on the lookout for that um if you know anybody else that is into star wars child what are y'all doing just say hey i found somebody i know you're gonna like her she's for everybody that's right but yeah happy black history month to everyone um always know that it is black history every month we celebrate our blackness because that's who we are. Um, our history cannot be erased. We are here for life. We multiply. But we are here. So we continue to tell our story. We continue to support our community as much as we can in a healthy way and we are here to embrace and love one another and yeah got to do that do that the right way you know be kind 
be kind to one another and drink responsibly. Because Hunter. Celebrate. <laughs> but yeah. I appreciate everyone. Um please follow on all platforms. I'm on everywhere. At everywhere. And um I will see you in the next one and enjoy the rest of the week wherever you are. Um, take care of your mental health and this is the way. Peace.